Hey there, entrepreneur, and welcome. Welcome to today's show. Just want to take a moment and say hello to all of our new listeners. I've been watching the numbers go up, which is pretty exciting, but I just want to introduce myself. My name is Michelle A. Mercier. I'm a coach, consultant, speaker, trainer, and your trusty podcast host here. And I just want to say thank you for joining us today. And if you want to learn anything else about me or, you know, the podcast or keep up to date, my website is Michelle A. Mercier.com. But for right now, I am jumping in with the brilliant Andrea Freeman. Let's go. Ever found yourself teetering on the edge of throwing in the towel? You know, asking yourself questions like, is this supposed to be this hard? Or is it even possible to succeed at this entrepreneur thing? I completely get it because I built my successful businesses while juggling major health issues for my children and myself, debt piling up to my eyeballs and so much more. Want to know how the hell I succeeded and how you can too? Tune in to find out. Here we go. entrepreneurs and welcome to today's show. This is going to be a great conversation, especially for those of you out there who are, you know, going through the scaling process. I think I hear it a lot. So I'm really excited for this conversation with today's guest, who is Andrea Freeman, and she is the creator of the host your life accelerator and the up-leveled entrepreneur podcast. And she's got a heck of a track record, everybody with working with business owners who have, you know, gone above, they've hit the six figure mark and now they really want to get up and out and enjoy the time freedom that comes with entrepreneurship. So Andrea, thank you so much for being here with me today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to be a great conversation. So, but as always start, start from the beginning, you know, how did you get into this entrepreneurship journey? And then especially anything around resilience that you could tell our listeners is always a good thing. Yeah. Well, I have been a lifelong entrepreneur, like no kidding. I started my first business when I was 12 years old. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was a little babysitting business that my Girl Scout troop got certified by the Red Cross and the light bulb went off for me. I was like, this could be a business. And I started printing off the flyers and taking them door to door. So that was where I got bitten with the bug. But I've, I've also owned a catering company. I've been a celebrity event planner and ultimately have transitioned into what I am now, which is mindful business coaching. So what resilience means to me in all of that is really that I haven't been afraid to and I haven't shied away from exploring, being curious, and allowing myself to outgrow certain things and grow into new parts of myself. I feel like that's been the biggest part of my entrepreneurial journey. Yeah. I mean, that's, I feel like that should be like a prerequisite to allow that to happen for entrepreneurs, right? I think I've seen it a lot of times when people hold on so tightly that, I mean, do you feel like they're doing people, they're doing themselves a disservice, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And I joke because in 2020, the word pivot became like such a big buzzword. But quite honestly, as entrepreneurs, we have always had to pivot. We have always had to adjust. We have always had to be nimble and to respond and meet the moment. That has always been a requirement. So we knew how to do this. I know. I know. I said the same thing. I feel like I'm talking to myself right now. I said the exact same thing when it started. Number one, like now the word kind of drives me batty. But, you know, I think it, I, 
I felt worse for the people who were not entrepreneurs and not seasoned entrepreneurs. Cause I feel like a lot of people who were, were kind of like eh, another freaking thing, like, you know, on some levels and I'm not, I don't want to negate or play down, you know, the financial impacts and the stresses because it was still stressful. However, you know, I saw a lot of people come out of it stronger as well for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think a lot of people had a lot of time to be able to assess what's really important. What about my business do I love? What parts am I keeping? What parts am I letting go of? What parts are not serving me anymore? And I think anybody who did that work came out a lot stronger for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and it's, it's been interesting. It's kind of like a psychological study. Well, I mean, it literally is if that was your, if, if you are certified to do that stuff. But for me, I feel like, you know, I've been looking at the landscape and examining everybody and the different ups and downs and the different points in which people become proactive. And to your point, you know, if you leverage this time and from a resilience perspective, embrace the spectrum of emotions that came with it, um, you know, you're hell of a str- hell of a lot more stronger coming out right now. I feel like on a lot of levels, right? Absolutely, absolutely, totally agree. Yeah. So, I mean, let's talk about. I mean, there's all different types of points of transition and change and pivoting and all that, like you just said, in entrepreneurship. But what I'd love to focus on for this one is that change that happens when you are outgrowing your business or you have forgotten that time freedom is a part that comes with entrepreneurship. Um, Oftentimes, people are so focused on the money freedom, they forget the time freedom portion of it. So tell me a little bit how you help people step into that. Cause I know that's a, that's a sweet spot for you. Yeah. So I'm really all about building businesses that feel on the inside as good as they look on the outside, right? Like it doesn't matter if your business looks successful on, you know, Instagram or Pinterest or wherever your, you know, online happy places. <laughs> if it's running you ragged, if you're feeling kind of at the effect of all of it, and when you turn it all off at the end of the night, you're kind of wondering, what am I doing this for, right? right. So I help entrepreneurs who have scaled, right, who have experienced some success, uh, maybe they're about to hit that first six, years, first six figures or they have already hit that, but they want a lot more ease and a lot more flow in their businesses. So that looks like being able to get more in alignment with your business, right? So being able to get in touch with really what I call your bold life purpose, that thing that wakes you up in the morning to serve, that you can fit your business into, but honestly, it's what your life is about, right? So that if you do happen to outgrow your business, you're probably going to create another business that allows you to express this purpose, uh, you know, on another level, right? So that's kind of the first step of the process. But then it's really being able to own who you truly are, like really tap into what your natural gifts are, what makes what you do the way you do it so unique and tend to be able to amplify that. And when you start thinking about visibility, because a lot of what I do is focused around getting out there and being visible and having people find you versus constantly looking and constantly searching for those potential clients, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of noise that starts happening internally, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of self-doubt, a lot of, you know, wondering, some imposter syndrome can creep in. So there's a lot of stuff to shift. So we want to shift our perspective. We want to get into our highest vibe. We want to be able to stay in that most empowered view of ourselves And from there, be able to take what I call inspired action, to be able to take the actions that are 
calling to you to be taken because you are so clear and wanting to share your natural gifts. So you're no longer creating in your business from a place of lack or, you know, goals where a lot of business owners are creating, right? I don't have this many clients. I want that many clients. I don't have this revenue. I want that much revenue. Instead, you're creating from a place that's very full, that's very effervescent, and that calls you to serve the world. So- that's the overview. That's a 30,000 foot view. Yeah. Of, of the no, and I, and I absolutely love it. And I think it's very much in alignment with what we preach over here at The Resilient Entrepreneur too, because if you have built a business that has, you know, taken over your life in the negative way, then, you know, what, what's the point of entrepreneurship? I feel like in a little bit, like go, go get a nine to five and let them take over your life. <laughs> and I think that for me was because I had that contrast of, when I lost myself in corporate, in a corporate setting. And then I came here and I was like, well, I'm not going to recreate the same thing here. Um, And also, I mean, do you find that entrepreneurship is a marathon, not a sprint, right? So I think oftentimes that releases the pressure valve um, for a lot of my clients and for myself as well, knowing like, no, it does not have to be, everything does not have to be done yesterday. And I can actually breathe. Do you find something similar with your clients too? Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, I really look at like, I feel like sometimes we can talk about business ownership and entrepreneurship, like it is something and then the rest of like life happens over here. But I this life is such a journey, right? And so there are things that are unfolding in our life and in our businesses, that we're not always exactly sure how this is going to serve us. I feel like 2020 is an extraordinary example yes, of that, yes. right? All the things that we didn't know and all the ways we didn't know we were going to grow on January 1st, 2020 compared to March 31st. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, like night and day as far as who who we are and what we knew ourselves to be capable of, right? Even though we've always been shifting, even though we've always been up leveling, it took it to a new height, I think. Right. So- Yeah. So yeah, I think it's really all about being able to be in the journey in a way that allows you to cultivate joy throughout the process, as opposed to when I do hit that revenue marker or when I do get that, those clients, right? Because if we live our life for that, like kind of someday mentality, right, then it'll all turn out when it looks a certain way. (laughs) We're always kind of chasing that carrot, right? Right, right. Instead of really diving into and enjoying our life and our business now, and quite honestly, the access to abundance, the access to success, the access to prosperity is being able to cultivate it, enjoy it, be grateful for it now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, uh, preach. No, (laughs) I just... I just, I feel like I'm listening to myself and what I say to clients all the time, (laughs) but I need to hear it too. So I love this show right now. Um, But I think it's, I think it's amazing what you said right there. And I just want to drive it home that enjoying the process and not, you know, that someday or not, you know, just being so focused on the goals as your validation, or sometimes I say external validation versus internal validation. Um, And I run into that a lot where people will be like, oh, well, aren't you excited that you did X? And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'm celebrating. Sure, great, but I'm already five steps ahead because I'm in the process. Like I'm enjoying every step of the process, right? Like you said, that I'm not so fixated on my, you know, 
hitting my goal that I negate all of the other stuff because there's so much valuable stuff to, to pay attention to in that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And celebrate, like it can look different too, right? Like my celebration might look different than your celebration. And so whatever celebration looks like, if you feel like you're celebrating it and you're still going, then you're, it sounds like you're in the flow. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like I had somebody recently say to me, you know, because by the time this will air, we would have hit our hundredth episode and they were like, Oh, you're throwing a huge event and a party. And I was like, no, (laughs) Like I am, it's not that I'm negating the celebration, but it's July after pandemic and I'm going to the beach, (laughs) you know, because I want the celebrate with some frosé. I mean, that is a celebration. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I was like, that is, that is celebration enough when I'm popping a bottle of something for myself on a beach somewhere, um, with my kids, right. And making the memories and taking advantage of the joy and celebrating what we've all kind of weathered so far. Um, Let's touch back upon, you know, I like the fact that you said, you know, life circumstances, (laughs) they go figure, um, come in the way like the pandemic and stuff. I mean, what are the biggest hurdles you feel like that you see in clients to navigating those hurdles and, and up-leveling? What are some of the things that you see get in the way of that and leave them fixed and stuck? Yeah. So I think the biggest obstacle that I see consistently across the board getting in people's way is um, not being sure if they have what it takes, right? Mm -hmm. This relating to ourselves like we are less than like infinitely capable because I do truly believe that we are all made of the same stuff as the universe, the sun, the moon, the stars. And I know that that can start to sound like a little woo-woo and out there, but that's that's my zone of genius. That's what I do. I help people balance that to do, right? The systems, the strategies, the tactics with that woo-woo, with being able to tap into how truly capable they are and bring it all together. And the number one thing that stops people and gets people, you know, gets in people's way is that self-sabotage. Very often those subconscious things that are getting in their way where they're not truly getting how freaking awesome they are. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I mean, like, if you knew that you were destined to thrive in this lifetime, would you spend so much time worried about where am I going to find the clients? How am I going to find the clients? Am I going to make that money? Like, if you knew that it was meant to be for you to live a full, thriving, successful life, you would stop just ruminating on those things. And you would just enjoy and get to work. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, I have so many, so many agreeing points to make here, but (laughs) (laughs) because you know, that you're exactly right. It's those limiting beliefs. It's the scripts that are constantly running. And to your point, I mean, imagine if we were all told that, and I'm not saying it in like a naive way that like, it'll just come to you. Like some people think from a manifestation perspective. Um, but if we were all told like, no, you're limitless, like, or Marie Forleo it, like everything is figure outable, like how she always says that, mm-hmm. you know, and that we can look at it and say, instead of our first reaction saying, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know if I can do that. Being like, fuck yeah, I can do that. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'll figure it out. Like it doesn't, yeah. you know, I mean, and also there's a sense of adventure that kind of comes with that when you are thrown and having to figure it out. Yes, it's stressful in the in the, you know, the process, but so how do you help clients 
kind of yeah. figure out how to navigate that. So that process that I outlined before where I said, honor your why, own who you truly are, shift your perspective, take inspired action, mm -hmm. that is actually the roadmap. That is what I call being a host in your life. That's my host your life method. Yeah. Yeah. And when you are choosing to be a host, that is a very different state of mind. That is a very different way of being in the world than when you are choosing to be a guest, right? So I was a celebrity event planner. This makes so much sense for me to put it out there. Like life is a party and you could be a guest or you could be a host, right? And when you're a guest at a party, you don't have a lot of say in what's going on at that party. Not really, right? Like you don't choose the music. You don't choose the food. The food. You don't choose who's invited. You take what's offered. Now, sometimes that's great. And sometimes you do just want to throw your feet up and be a guest. Right. But sometimes you want to create something that is an authentic representation of you, that allows you to use and shine your natural gifts and allows you to be really in the driver's seat. And in that case, you have to be the host of the party, yeah. right? You can't just be a passive guest. And when you are being the host of your life, of your business, of your whatever part of life is most important to you and you're looking to shift, you're going to go through that process. You're going to have to dive into deeply how this relates to your why. How can I own who I truly am? How can I stop doubting myself? How can I move that stuff out of the way? And then how can I get into action to do something about this? Because it's never just going to be thought about no. and magically happen. You, no. There will be some action to take, but that action will be much more aligned. That action will be much more enjoyable when you're doing it because you're called to do it versus a lot of what business owners and, and people in general feel, which is a lot of force, a lot of yes. manipulation, a lot yes. of pushing uphill, right? A lot of work. Mm -hmm. When you're in this space, when you're truly hosting your life, there is very little distinction between work and play. Right, right. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree 110%. And it's maybe I speak about it a lot in terms of like you're in flow, right? Like, I mean, and that's what I, I wrote in my intentions for this month. And I said in flow, because you're exactly right for myself. The minute I try to push, shove, roll the boulder uphill, whatever it may be, it usually rolls back and squashes me. So, <laughs> you know, that is not something that, you know, is fun for anyone involved. And that's where you get burnout. That's where you get people drop out of the game before they fulfilled kind of their, their larger purpose or what they could be in this world. Um, and I hear it a lot, and I would love your two cents on this as well, is especially when I talk to kind of newer entrepreneurs and somebody puts them through branding exercises, right? They're kind mm -hmm. of standard mm -hmm. branding exercises and they start to panic that they're locked in to a certain brand, to a certain, you know, whatever it may be. And for some reason, people forget that they can change that brand, um, especially because you speak a lot about visibility. So I would love for you to talk about, you know, how they kind of can change it, allowing themselves to change. And also I'm assuming that is painful <laughs> on some levels too. Yeah. I mean, the, you know what? Sometimes it's painful and sometimes it's not. Sometimes you're really ready to let go. Sometimes right. the painful thing is holding on yes, and true. it's killing you, right? Yeah. Like you're like, I just doesn't feel right anymore, but I spent so much time. I worked so hard. I, you know, I invested with the branding agency, whatever yeah. the things that you like justify not wanting to be able to let go. Yep. But 
sometimes the right thing to do is let go. And we all have a choice in every area of our business. That's why we go into business ownership so that we can have all the say, right? And that's not to say that we're not going to get valuable input and we're not going to take people's advice. Absolutely. We're going to be smart business owners, but you get to say when it's time to let go. So if you're feeling like, boy, this isn't really working for me anymore. I've changed. I've grown. I mean, I joke around that business ownership is a personal development mechanism designed as a business pursuit. Like 100% you are going to evolve. You are going to shift. You are going to up level on the daily. So years into business, right? Six months into business. I mean, wherever you are in the process, it's going to look different than day one. Right? Yeah. It is yeah. meant to change. It is meant to evolve. So you should definitely give yourself full permission. If you need external permission, I give you permission. <laughs> Me too. To let go. <laughs> to let go. And I think that that happens at a really young age. We start to look outside of ourselves for answers. We start to get taught that, you know, we should read another book. We should listen to another podcast. We should, right? right? We should do all of these things because our teachers, our mentors, our parents, there were always people outside of us who had the answer. But truthfully, little, little people are very confident and they really believe in their own convictions and their Mm -hmm. own truth, right? Yeah. Like, have you ever seen like the boldness of a a toddler? It's like unbelievable. (laughs) Yes, I I, have. (laughs) I feel very strongly that we're actually all trying to get back to that sense of confidence in our lives, right? Like the ability to really truly be able to trust ourselves. And so to just be able to give yourself permission to get quiet, hear what you really think and trust that intuition is one of the biggest gifts you can give yourself as a business owner. Yeah. And getting quiet looks different for everybody, right? Whether that's going for a walk in nature, whether that's journaling and doing the morning pages or whether that's meditating for 20 minutes or whatever that looks like for you, do the thing that allows you to get still, to get in touch with yourself because that is where you can tap into biggest well of resources that you will ever, ever find in your life. Yeah. Because they're yours. I think that's the thing is we are exactly right. As I mean, I have a, I have small children, so I completely understand the boldness that comes with it. And it's, you know, as a parent, sometimes I have to stop myself from, you know, shutting it down so much. Right. Because that's sometimes we do that a lot of the times as parents, you know, to help them assimilate into society as a whole, but also to your point, like there's a fine line between that and then, you know, saying, okay, something's wrong with me that needs to be fixed because I see that a lot. And to your point, the podcast, the book, something's broken. I got to fix it. It's black and white. It's either right or it's wrong, you know? And, and while they're seeking that to your point, they have not even stopped long enough to ask themselves the question of like, what do I want? You know, what feels good to me and like taking the approach of slowing down to show up. Right. You know, and, or sometimes people say slow down to speed up. Right. But I prefer slow down to show up um, before you even get to the speed, you know, so what is some advice you can give to people who are, I mean, you've given a lot so far, but when you say like, I can hear some people saying like, fix my pipeline, fix my email marketing, fix my this. And you're like, it's not really the issue folks. (laughs) 
like <laughs> no no so here's the thing i mean all of it will work if you say it's going to work and all of it will not work if you're like saying it's not going to work yes. right because yes. truthfully at the end of the day and this is like abundance 101 yes. it's all energetics right so i like to look at marketing and branding from an energetic standpoint when you are really dialed into that why when you're when you have all your message in in alignment with why you do what you do the way you do it and you really can stand behind it with conviction you start to show up a little bit more like like kind of like a lighthouse in the harbor, right? Like you're yeah. consistently yep. shining that light and you need the contrast, quite honestly, right? A lighthouse doesn't get to be, it's full expression of a lighthouse midday, right? Like at right. noon on an afternoon, exactly. it's midnight in the darkest of dark where lighthouse truly gets to shine and be its best self. So the fact that contrast is showing up is not a bad sign. So many people are so scared, so worried that I am constantly, I'm consistently putting it out there. My messaging, I, I know this is who I am, but what's showing up is not what I want. Keep shining anyway. Exactly. Keep being consistent. Keep showing up. It will start to produce fruit. It just can't all be in alignment with you you right. get to practice discernment now when what's showing up is not what feels like it's in alignment and this is a beautiful place to be as an entrepreneur to not be so desperate that it's like yeah. well it's not exactly what i want but i'll take it because yeah. it's what's here right yep to be able to have the fortitude to say this isn't an alignment this isn't what works and to let it pass on by because the next thing that comes could be for you yeah. and this is the magical place that people can get into but very often miss because scarcity mindset sets in because we're worried that what we want isn't going to show up and when we are looking at our list when we are looking at our social media followers when we are looking at anybody that we are marketing to as not enough yeah. What's going to continue to show up is not, not enough, enough, right? My followers aren't the right kind. My people don't have money. My, you know, all the reasons why they're not right and why they're not in alignment, you have to shift the focus to how very much there are. Because when it comes to receiving, when it comes to abundance, when it comes to being able to be in flow, it is really about getting in touch with the energy Yes. of the thing that you seek to manifest, which is really at the heart of it, what is lighting you up. So just stay present to the energy of the thing that you are seeking. Allow yourself to express gratitude for whatever way it is already present in your life and in your right. business, and it will multiply. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I love everything that you're saying also because it is the antithesis of this overnight success bullshit that is out there right now, right? Like buy my yeah, program and buy my program and it'll make you a million dollars after six weeks, like all of this other stuff. And people are negating, like we talked about earlier, number one, the journey and all the value that you can have throughout that journey. But also, you know, number two is that, you know, again, it takes the compounding nature 
of the actions in which you're, you're made, what you're doing and the quality over quantity. I think that's, you know, you hear that a lot, especially, I mean, I'm a fan of smart goals and measuring your success. Fine. Sure. But there's different ways to measure it. And I don't necessarily believe that it's in the number of social followers you have, because you can have a million. And if only three of them are aligned with your, you know, what you're putting out there or your services, then that's a waste of time with the other, you know, whatever number is a million mystery. <laughs> you know? So I think it was, who was it? Glennon Doyle, when she was first coming out, you know, she was like, I had like three people that were following me. She's like, and I serviced those three people like they were, you know, a million because it was in alignment with what I was doing because it was what I wanted to put out into the universe. Um, which I just think is a beautiful, beautiful thing. I mean, what else do you have for us? Because everything you're saying, it's it's absolutely (laughs) spot on and amazing. Um, So, you know, are there any activities that you run with people in particular to get them from point A to point B, just things that you encourage people to do? Like you just, I I know that you already mentioned gratitude. That's a, that's a big one too, but any other kind of specific tools that you run people through? Yeah. So, I mean, one of the biggest tools, like if this is resonating for you and you're like, yes, I'm ready to up level, I'm ready to take it to the, you know, to the next threshold for myself. Um, and I'm not exactly sure how to do it, but I want to step into visibility. I offer a three day completely free live training where I walk people through the mindset of getting into visibility and getting aligned with your business at a really, you know, soulful, energetic level so that you can step out there. Now, I talk a lot about podcast guesting. The masterclass is actually called the Podcast Powerhouse Masterclass, but these strategies could be applied in any medium. So if you're ready to step up and get out there, you know, check out the Podcast Powerhouse Masterclass. Um, But definitely on a daily basis, I'm a huge fan of being able to, what I call win the day, because some people can get up at four or five o'clock in the morning. I can't do that. If I get yeah. up at four or five o'clock in the morning, my kid's up with me. Like that exactly. doesn't sound like That's free not time. Productive. She didn't get enough sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good for anybody. Yeah. So it doesn't work for me, but I do like to apply um, the principles of you know, that kind of winning the day. So, you know, you might creating my own kind of miracle morning, if you will. And so I make sure that on a daily basis that I do do my, you know, silence practice, which for me is meditation. I'm a yeah. huge advocate. Like all, me basically too. all me my too. coaching clients are meditators. Um, and I, I work with affirmations. I definitely want to be able to ingrain my go-to thoughts that are positive, that are not default. Yeah. And that takes a certain amount of moving the clutter out of the way. So that's where the journaling um, and I'm a certified hypnotherapist, like that's where that comes in yeah. to get yeah. the subconscious stuff out of the way. Right. And then to be able to do things that, you know, that are feeding me and that are feeding my soul, right? So I like to make sure that I'm cultivating joy on a daily basis. Yes. Yes. So I'm looking at where I can and where I can do three things every single day that are going to bring me joy. And whether that is pausing and making a cup of tea and enjoying it on my back deck or having a dance party with my daughter mid-afternoon, what can I do today that's going to fill me up? I don't have a scripted, it has to be these three things. It's different every single day. Sometimes what's going to cultivate joy is crossing things off my to-do list. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that either. (laughs) But not every day. I can't only be going to the to-do list, right? Right. Yeah. Because I am definitely more interested in 
being a person who's fulfilled than doing the things to become fulfilled, right? Because that is like fulfillment out there someday in the future versus being fulfilled now. So right. right. And then you'll never, you'll never catch it. You'll never catch it. If you're, if you're doing that someday mentality and thank you for, for mentioning that you kind of, you know, put joy into every day because I can't believe the amount of clients that I work with that I have to say, no, no, no. Remember that? Remember the fact that like, we're going to purposely schedule your joy. Um, and people look at me like I'm crazy when I say that sometimes that I'm like, no, but if not, it's going to be an afterthought. It's going to be an afterthought until you are to the point where you are trained, you know, you've retrained rather your mentality to kind of operate around that and not external validations or, you know, anything else to that nature. And I like the fact that you brought uh, Miracle Morning in. Thank you. Um, folks, if you don't know what that is, go Google it. Savers, they have kind of a, a morning routine that goes with it. I'm a big fan of that. And then modifying it to your to your point, to what works for you. And do you do anything at the end of the day? Because I tend to kind of try to bookend my day. Um, mm. So is there anything that you do to kind of close out your day? Yeah. So as I'm winding down and, you know, like washing up to get ready for bed and stuff like that, I go through and just express all the gratitude for the things that come into, I mean, whether it is for my comfy bed, for the beautiful house that I get to live in, for my spunky daughter, for, I mean, for the amazing clients that I get to work with. And I just run through the list. It's not a formal, I don't want to get into like really writing and getting like too cerebral before bed, but I find that that helps my mind wind down. And so that when I hit the pillow, I get to just drift right off because I just feel like my day is resolved. It's completed. It's, you know, it's really completely wound down. Right. And it's done with intention. And you know that you're waking up in the morning and you're going to set the intention again. And it also offers kind of a do-over where, you know, people, if you have quote unquote, a bad day that you absolutely cannot find anything good in, which I have, I have some issues with that Um, a whole other episode where you can't find anything, but you know, if your energy is running low that, you know, you get a do over, you know, the sun always rises again and you can reset your, you know, your intention and expectations at any given point. Cause you get to choose, yeah, <laughs> um, which I love. I love it. Thank you so much. I love everything that you're saying. Um, and it just resonates so much with me and I know it will with our audience as well. So, I mean, as we're wrapping up, can you please tell people, well, number one, I like to ask, is there anything else that you didn't say that you would like to say? I just love to give people that, you know, because you've left us with a lot here and it's okay. If you say no, that is fine too. But I just always like to give people that option. Yeah. I mean, I think I have shared and I don't want to be overwhelming, um, but you know, like if anybody is interested in um, getting to that next level, I really like to say, let your personal evolution fuel your business revolution, like allow yourself to grow, evolve personally, because it's only going to serve your business more. Yes. Yes. I'm in hundred percent agreement. I always say you can't take the personal out of business. It drives me nuts when people say like, oh, it's business, not personal. And I'm like, but there's people involved, correct? (laughs) So you can't really, you can't really do that. Um, All right. Well, tell people where they can find you as well as I know you have a, a great free gift that you're offering folks that they should definitely take advantage of as well. 
Yeah, sure. So if um, if anybody wants to, I'm doing a, a push right now where people can just have a free 30-minute mini coaching session. So if you're interested in that, I know you're going to share the link with everybody yep. um, so that the information's in the show notes if anybody's interested in hopping on a call for 30 minutes to, to just see what this work could be for you, your life, and your business. But if you are looking for more inspiration, wanting to know more about you know the general principles that I was sharing, I have a free Facebook group. You can come join that. That's called the Up Level Collective. Or check out my podcast. That's the Up Leveled Entrepreneur. Lots of places to find me. No, you um, can find her, folks. And she's fantastic. <laughs> so you definitely want to kind of go search that out, especially if you're feeling it, because you know, I think sometimes we will ignore it or we'll push it away, but you can tell when you're just, you know, when you find yourself getting angry at your business or, you know, more days than none frustrated, you kind of know like that's kind of a red flag. Um, that maybe you want to slow down and reevaluate a little bit. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I couldn't have said so much of this stuff better myself. You did an amazing job at helping our audience. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me. This is great. One of my favorite parts of this interview was when, you know, Andrea was likening this entrepreneurial journey to kind of being that lighthouse, right? And when things are in contrast in your life and it just feels like so much stuff is being thrown at you that, you know, that has you wavering a little bit in your alignment, right? You're like, maybe I should move a little right, or maybe I should go a little left. You know, it's always important to be able to get quiet enough to assess that situation and then use discernment to figure out, no, this is what's actually in alignment with me and the rest I'm confident in letting go and releasing so that I can move forward, you know, with my why and in fulfilling my vision for what I want my life to look like. And that especially is important when you're going through times of adversity. And on next week's episode, I am welcoming my friend, Samantha Carlin to the show. Now, Samantha is a powerhouse that you definitely want to check out because she is an expert in feminist entrepreneurship, which is really interesting. And we talk a lot about the difference between transactional and transformational leadership, as well as like really understanding how to make an impact within your you know area and bringing your intrinsic value set to life and all sorts of great things like that. So you do not want to miss it. And if you love this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, download, follow, rate, and review. And you know, tell a friend because who couldn't use a little more resilience in their life, right? See you later.